everyone, welcome to Pop Up Podcast, where we discuss what's trending in love, social media, and everything in between. I'm Lexi, your host, and I want to start off with six months in. It's a lot. A lot has been going on. Unemployment, global pandemic, protests, riots, military. Yeah, just one thing after another. But I wanted to do this episode because I felt like I needed to. I felt like there was no way that I could simply do my first episode talking about my birthday. It's a very interesting time to live in, I think, because the changes that has happened since I was able to observe the world back in the 90s to now, so much has changed. The amount of technology the speed of that technology, the information that we're bombarded with, I just think that it has given everyone a different perspective. But there are just certain things, no matter how long, that just hold true. George Floyd is part of the tip of the iceberg. This has been going on for 400 years, minimum, here in America, of unwanted oppression. Slavery started in the 1600s and quote unquote ended halfway through the 1850s. Then we endured segregation for 90 years until about the 1950s. From then until present, there has been systematic racism and oppression and we still fight it every day to this day for true equality. Now this isn't a history lesson. That was just a brief glimpse of the backstory of why we're tired, why we're angry, why this emotion of anger and fear has been passed down from generation to generation. Racism is ingrained into Americans. America was built on racism that when you protest it, people think that you're protesting America. People think that you are against America. People think if you kneel, then you are against America and what it stands for. I'm still trying to figure out what it stands for for certain people because it only stands for liberty, freedom, justice for all, for a group, not for everyone. And that's the problem. It can't be for all if everyone or everyone in that considered in that all is not getting it, does not have access to it. And so with this murder of George Floyd, where a white police officer kneeled on his neck for 10 minutes, gasping for breath, saying that he can't breathe, calling out for his mother with a casual hand in his pocket while none of his colleagues do anything until he died, just like that a spark, or Breonna Taylor being shot in her home, or Mott Arbery being hunted, or even take it further back to Trayvon Martin. It is something that happens over and over and over and over again. But again, this isn't a history lesson. The police officer who murdered George Floyd, the three cops that sat by as his colleagues and watched, and you know what? The medical examiner who fucking lied. And you know what? I'm not even going to say that he lied. 
who either is incompetent in his job or just didn't give a fuck to do it correctly, all should be punished to the fullest extent without any second thought when there is video evidence of it. I don't see anything that's questioned here, but that's not how our justice system works. And don't get me wrong, no matter how stupid it sounds, everyone has a right to their opinion. But the problem is, is when a group of people's opinions can think that their opinion is above everyone else's. I'm not saying that you have to step in a black person's shoes to understand what they're going through, but use your privilege to help and to protect where you can, because you know you have privilege. And if you don't by this point, I don't understand what the fuck you've been doing. I don't. Because there's no way that white people shouldn't know that they have privilege at this point. You can see it with white people who are getting arrested, who go into churches and shoot up everyone, that go into movie theaters and shoot up everyone, that kill people state to state and are on the run for six days, who walk around in these riots, quote unquote riots, these protests armed to the teeth and not a single officer bats an eye. You experience it every day. There's only so much telling you how much privilege you have before you're just either dumb or again, you just don't give a fuck. Stop blaming black people for all the destruction and the vandalism that has happened. I blame the media on that front. It's the media's job to speak truth, be accurate, and non-biased. I know it's hard to do. It's very hard to be unbiased. Most people are biased about most things. But when that's your job, you have to take extra care you have to take extra care. Think about the people who actually get the benefit of the doubt. Like the woman who was actually looting and stealing from the store and the reporter said, oh, that's an employee who must be trying to protect the merchandise. What? Or the man that decided to come into the middle of a protest with a bow and arrow and got jumped and had the right to go on TV as a white man and a convict to then lie when there is video evidence that other white people jumped him, but then turn around and go on the news and get his after game interview and say that two black men hurt him or white privileged Amy Cooper, knowing that she is armed with the police 911 as her personal security whenever she is inconvenienced. But all lives matter, right? Right? All lives matter. I would just like it explained to me how all lives matter when you don't want affordable health care for everyone or how all lives matter when the cost of living for some is just paycheck to paycheck because the wage that they're paid barely makes ends meet or how all lives matter when most of y'all could not adhere to the CDC guidelines during a global pandemic because as soon as people started dying from COVID-19, your response was, oh, people die every day. I want to get a haircut. I need to get my nails done. Or the fact that you're upset that you're being called a Karen. How does all lives matter when, that, when that's what makes you upset? That's the biggest thing you have to worry about? All lives can't matter if black lives don't matter. Black lives are part of, included in, or at least should be, all. Tupac made a great analogy where black people are outside, hungry, open the door. You see buffet, mountains of food, and then are told, we don't have anything. Come back the next day. Okay, we're hungry. Please let us in. Still calm. Still asking for just an opportunity to just step in the room, get a little bit, get a piece of a pie. 
okay, we don't have anything. All right, now we're getting angry. We're starving is how he put it. So we're banging on the door. We're now demanding it. No more asking nicely. No more keeping it cute. Still, still, we don't have anything. We don't have enough food. All right, we're at, we're at last resort. Fuck you opening the door for us. We're picking the locks, we're busting in, and we're taking what we want. But that's when y'all get upset. That's when people get upset. People get up, start getting upset because you picked the lock and now you're a criminal and now you're doing destructive things and now you're being disrupted to society. But you just are going to negate all the other steps that were taken to ask nicely, to be part of it, to earn it, to take our fair share. But you're only going to focus on when we have to do what we have to do to get what we need. Right? Right? But you know what? (laughs) The people who at least say something have said something as much as I disagree with it. Again, everyone is entitled to their opinion, regardless of whether I agree or not, regardless of whether (laughs) I think it's stupid or there is evidence refuting it. Fine. I think the people that bug me the most are those that don't say anything at all, that stand on the fence, hide in the shadows. Silence is betrayal. You can't be silent when it's convenient for you. And that's why I continually tell people, you need to tag these celebrities, tag these companies, tag these social media groups, tag the individuals who are, because otherwise you're letting them slide with being silent. Call them the fuck out. Let them know that you're not distracted from them taking money. You're not distracted from them appropriating our culture. And then when it comes time to stand by us, the, the people who help mold whatever brand you have created or the people who have sunk money into your brand turn around and be silent and not speak up when we the originators are being oppressed no we're not doing that that's not how this game is getting played everyone's involved everyone plays a part you can't do that and I feel like that goes for cops and it it just I can't fathom how quote unquote good cops who go into the force to actually protect and serve their community or to change the system that they realize is corrupt can sit by and be quiet about their colleagues and then turn around and have to deal with the repercussions of the reputation that these few bad apples have garnered for all of them. Every single one of them. I know that couldn't be me. There's always that one kid in the classroom messing it up for everybody else. Yeah, you can moan and groan, but if you're not going to say anything, if you're not going to address it, then what are you doing? You're just as bad because you're not doing anything. You're not speaking up. You're not helping correct the situation. Your silence is heard just as loud as any opinion that anyone can give. And yeah, standing up to your colleagues, your boss, any of your superiors, it's definitely going to rattle some fences. You're going to feel it. It's going to take bravery, but I promise you, you'll feel better. And I promise you there's another job. There's another opportunity. If nothing else, doing your small part might make your job a little bit easier. That's why I just don't understand why cops protect their own. The bad apples who are causing you to have this reputation obviously don't give a fuck about you. So you might as well say something. You might as well step up. You might as well show the person that you truly are. Don't go against your nature because they sure aren't. And no one is above the law. No one is above the law. So arrest cops who are looting and vandalizing and inciting violence, period. You're just people. You are not the law. You are law enforcement. 
Therefore, you are not above the law. And I'm sorry if you didn't know that, but you should in case no one told you or you haven't heard it in a while. Because all of this, this entire situation, these protests, all of this activism has only been met by poor response. Did you see how fast that they enacted curfew, brought the military out, were able to set up shop? Where was all of that energy during coronavirus? Where was all of that energy? Where was all of that energy when you had people storming state capitals because they wanted haircut and their nails done? Where is that energy? Trump was excited to call on the armored soldiers to enforce the rule of law to arrest anyone in the terrorist groups that he deemed, of course, not the KKK, (laughs) they haven't been deemed terrorists, or anyone causing vandalism, looting, or inciting violence. Call me crazy. But all of that sounds like he needs to have the very people that he's sending to protect and serve arrested because that's exactly what they're doing. They're looting, they're vandalizing, and they're inciting violence. And then when he, Trump, addressed America, he said once the rule of law is back in place, he'll help rebuild businesses and families. (laughs) None of that sounds like it's addressing the root problem. Root problem being police brutality and racism. Doesn't sound like it at all. Maybe there's a language barrier between Trump and I, and I just... I just mistook his words as a foreign language. Police are literally out here causing chaos, shooting people, wreaking havoc, and escalating all of this into riots, strategically placing bricks. There are video of police officers placing pallets and mounds of bricks in areas, knowing that if push comes to shove and they start something, people are going to retaliate and use those same bricks. And then of course the media is going to swoop right in and make it seem like protesters are out of control. This has become more about violent than about peaceful protesting. Once again, changing the narrative away from racism and police brutality and saying that protesters are actually causing the issue, which is crazy to me. I mean, you have police officers dressing up as civilians. You have police officers using this as an opportunity to round up immigrants, blocking people from getting home by closing down transit systems, notifying people of the curfew 10, 20, 30 minutes before it happens with closed transit systems. It sounds rigged to me. It sounds rigged to me, but I digress. All of this coming to a head is years of pent up energy, years of pent up anger, years of just hardship Years of black people having to swim in a rip current, trying to breathe, trying to survive, trying to thrive while our backs are against the wall. Guns are pointed at our head with a flag waving in the background saying that we have the right. And I holistically know in the deepest parts of my soul that with segregation being 60 years in the past, give or take, with some of those people who lived in the civil rights movement during the civil rights movement still alive, there's no way that racism is gone. There's no way. We're not far enough removed from that generation. They're still telling stories. They're still saying what it was like. They're still telling stories saying how white people are superior. And all that superiority, all that elitism doesn't just go away after 60 years. When the people who live during segregation are still alive. Not to mention the miseducation of children of the history of the United States. The fact that there were black soldiers that went to war, World War II, Vietnam, knowing that they weren't gonna come back 
and have the same freedoms that they're fucking fighting for. And yet they still did it. And not only did they go and fight, they did it better because I'm not going to lie. Black people are amazing. We've been nice. We've been civil. We've been asking. And you have to remember that they aren't scared of us because we're violent. They're not scared of us because we're scary. We're these monsters. They're scared of us because we hold a power that they envy. And if and when we realize how much power that we have, we'd be unstoppable. We would be an unstoppable force of black excellence. Know your power. Show your power. Show your power. Don't forget on July 7th, don't spend a single dime. Since money and power is what the world runs on, that's where you hit them where it hurts. Buy black. Don't let this ebb and flow. Don't let this movement just fall to the wayside again. Don't let it take another incident before we're back up and we're angry and we're and we're protesting for what's right. Don't let it take another incident. <sighs> Thank you so much for listening to Pop Up Podcast. I truly appreciate it. Be sure to continue the conversation of today's topic on Pop Up Podcast on Instagram and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And feel free to hit me up on Twitter. I love to chat. Tune in next time. Mm-hmm.